How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Here it is, here it is, right now. Welcome. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut your shame up. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy. What's up? Not happy. Good Thursday. Why? What happened? Well, because Dusty, okay? Dusty may or may not have cat aids again. Yeah. And uh, he's spreading it all over our, like, we're in the most confined space known to man. <laughs> like, we're, you couldn't be in a smaller, less ventilated space. And Dusty's in here. I love it when I, I walked in, you know, because I always say hi to those guys. And Dusty puts a mask on. I'm like, what are you doing that for? He's been breathing in here for the last three hours, but like he's going to put a mask on for the final 30 seconds as if that's going to solve uh, whatever well, sort of uh, disease he's spreading. I think that's the right thing. Is uh, it? Well, it is. I mean, when you're on the air, you can't have a mask on. So <laughs> so, uh, so if you're off the air, you should put one on. Oh, it's, uh, so, he's got a COVID scare at the house, I think. Yeah, his, his wife has, uh, yeah, has the Rona. The COVID. So, but you know what, though? I find it adorable, though, that we're back to this where, again – He's in here for three hours, and for 46 minutes of those, he's not wearing a mask. So apparently COVID does not exist during those 46 minutes, but it's it only exists in when he turns the mic off. It's like the restaurant thing again. I can't catch COVID when I'm at my table. Only when I stand up and I'm in the COVID jet stream, then, of course, I have to put on the mask. Look, he's doing what he can, okay? <laughs> And that's can, what you should do, too. Can we put him in a different room? Can we throw him over there with Schultz? Well, I think he just found out today. I think, you know, like this, it's all it's all happening fast. Ah. Although I will say, um, you know, I'd, well, how do you think Danny feels, first of all? Exactly. <laughs> Danny, who has the worst immune system body known to man, he's got 17 surgeries coming up. And, and I mean, instead, he has no, I mean, he has, yeah, there's no, if Dusty has it, he's he, spitting he's it got, all over. Yeah. Well, at least in the old studio, there was like a seven foot gap. Now uh, we're nine inches away from each other. So yes, uh, well, Danny, the, the, Danny, la- the old studio spread COVID from you to me. That's true. So well, I, I don't think that, 
I mean, look, if one of us has it, the other has it. Danny if Dusty got- has it, we probably all have it. It's just the way it is. All right, let's get over it. Welcome to the new world. Let's fight. I hope it's that. Uh, did you see? I forget what lab it was, but some university apparently developed like a super deadly strain of COVID, like in the lab. I forget where it was. It might have been Harvard or something. But some university apparently has now taken their time to cook up like the most lethal COVID that you could have. They took like the uh, what was the last one that we had? The Omni, whatever. Yeah, um, um, Omicron. Omicron, yeah, right? They I took think. they took the spreadability of that one because that one, I guess, was way more contagious, and they combined it with the uh, lethality of the uh, original one, where it was going to kill you off. And now they've got the Optimus Prime of viruses. Of course, it's just hanging out in the lab. But why wouldn't we take our time to create that? Seems like a great idea. Thumbs up, everybody. We're well, doing great. You know the thing about it is, though, if Dusty's Spitting the COVID all over everyone. Yeah. He's probably done it before now. Probably. You know, it's like I was talking to him on Monday night because he was hosting the uh, Ducks Roundtable show. Mm-hmm. So if if his wife theoretically got the, the Rona and she just tested positive today, that means she's been spitting it all over him since, you know, yeah. Monday at yeah, least. Whenever. So that means he was spitting it right in my face on Monday. <laughs> so, I, and look, I appreciate him wiping everything down, and he's doing the right things. There's only so much you can do, but uh, I think we're all screwed no matter what if, <laughs> if it's going around. Now, we did have somebody here who had it a couple weeks ago, and nobody else got it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. That, and that was not the case last time. It's right here. New lab man-made Corona-19 virus at Boston University raises questions. You think? You think that's a good idea? But don't worry. We trust them all at good Boston University to not let that thing out. So why do they? I don't know. Why would they do that? My guess is that they, if they create it, then they can you work learn on about you it. learn about it. Yeah. But look, in every movie I've ever seen, <laughs> right, this is what happens. So there's some researcher who's probably 19 at uh, Boston University. He's the low man on the totem pole, but he's trying to get some uh, strange from a, uh, a co-ed who's like icing him out. And he's like, hey, you want to see the lab where we, uh, you know, we create really dangerous things? And she's like, oh my gosh, yes. And then they go in there one night, they start making out, and a vial of something gets tipped over. And next thing you know, apes are ruling yeah. the the world. You think it's just sitting out? Dude? Sitting it's just out. sitting right on the table there? Bumps it. It goes down. And next thing you know, the, the apes are taking over. And the Statue of Liberty is laying in the sand. I've seen this movie before. I've seen it. And you know what? It starts with Dusty. You know, he lives out there in Hillsborough. And that's where, like, they had the monkey lab out there. Weird things go down in Hillsborough. And now his wife catches some super strain of this, passes it to him. And you know what? Now you're dead. You almost died the first time around. You were like, I shrugged off COVID. You, on the other hand, you should be concerned. The lame one. Uh, not really. The lame thinned out virus almost took you down last time. I don't know that I almost died, but I certainly felt like it. <laughs> and uh, it, it lasted a good six weeks. So I uh, wasn't, I mean, like I was really sick for three to four days, but it, you could feel it inside of you. Yeah. Like in your chest and in your head for like six weeks. Well. Get ready for this one. So I feel like I, and again, this is much like the wildfire smoke. I don't, 
I'm kind of like whatever. <laughs> like, like I just it's a virus. Like it's it's really hard. Like you do what you can to avoid the flu, right? Mm-hmm. You get your flu shot, and you know your little stupid kids are sick. Wash and, your hands. Yeah, you that's know. that's about it. Kick the kid out in that, and like make him sleep outside in a tent when he gets a little sniffly. Isn't that where we're at? I would think like, so. That's kind of what. Well, what I mean, if, I don't want the flu. I, if, I go out of my way to avoid getting the flu. It's the same with COVID, but that doesn't mean I can stop from getting the flu or the COVID. What about this one? What about dust in a full body condom, naked gun style? Have we thought of that? Yeah, it seems extreme, but, yeah. you know. Or how about like a bubble boy situation where we just split the office down here with, uh, you know, like some, some cellophane or something and force Dusty into isolation. I feel like that's a little bit of a better solution to what we're doing, which is nothing. See, you've taken out a golf tee for some unknown reason. Well, i got to pick my teeth. Oh. <laughs> like, what? We're sitting here, and I just I see you reach into your pocket, and I thought you were pulling out some gum or something. And gum? You, you, I don't know. I you, hate gum. You pulled out a golf tee, yeah. and I was like, what is what is happening here? i got to pick my teeth, man. Ah, the old golf tee. Got stuff in my teeth. Okay. I just was thrown. Probably the COVID. I was not. Pre- you do. You have COVID-19 in your teeth. I was just not prepared. Like, if I reached into my pocket... And I pulled out, I like, I don't know, like, a, a, if I pulled out, like, a, a basketball needle, like, 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 would you be like, what, are you going to pump up a ball? It just seems like a very odd thing to pull out in the middle of the show. Well, I have uh, looked at you before, and you've taken a paperclip and put it in your ear. Yeah, that does so, happen I mean, from time to time. Yeah, you know, I think we're probably even. Well, you know, that golf tee right there, you could take that for a lap around the ear. I bet it'd feel fantastic. Mm. You know, you pick a, you know, pick a tooth with it, and then, you know, mm. take it for a lap and over around the old ear mm. canal, see what happens. We have a big show today, and, you know, hosts always tell you that. We actually have. No, we actually do. It's like a real show. It's like, I swear to God, like we're doing a real broadcast. Yeah, usually um, we have to make S happen around here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Lucky to be on the air, but not today. No. Today, especially after um, about 4.15, mm-hmm. we sit back and just hold on for dear life. A lot going down. So we have Dan Lanning. Mm-hmm. At 4 o'clock. He's got a big game coming up. The we or- Oregon coach. And we didn't talk to Dan Lanning because uh, last week he was crouting for the program. For the program. He's out there getting stuff done. So Dan is back. Then we have Jason Quick, mm-hmm. our Blazers insider, the is back. The triumphant return. Not just the return to this program, but the return to journalism. Yeah. And by the way, I got to ask him. This is a bit of a... Uh, it, it, a bit of an upset. I assumed that when Quick uh, walked away from the athletic to, to get the mentals right. Mm-hmm. Look, odd, strong, strong odds. 100% with you. That Quick was not going to – That he was leaving. He was going to go be a barista. He was going to do something. Yeah. He was going to play ping pong. He was going to, like, carry the mail. Something was going down that didn't involve sports. So a little bit of an upset that Jason well, Quick is back. Yeah. He's covered the Blazers for many, many years. Yes. And um, he is returning to our show because he's back on the Blazers beat. He'll be on at 515. And he'll be on every Thursday at 5.15. So Thursdays are just, you know, must listen. Yes. And Blazers, then, Ducks. And then if that's not enough, we've added a cherry on top. Dusty booked a guest for us. Yes. Probably because well, he feels bad about giving us COVID. I would assume so. And it's the least he can do that he's probably going to kill one of us, more than likely you. Uh, I do appreciate that he went out of his way to do something nice for us. Reese Davis of ESPN College Game Day will be on our broadcast. Today. 5.45. Unbelievable. Are we going to have time to make our locks? Or are we going to have to push that till tomorrow? We're going to have to. We're going to have to, dude. 
like I said, we're going to have to hold on for dear life from gonna, about 4 o'clock on. I mean, I don't know. I, do we have time to get? Because we're going to go long with Quick. We're probably going to go long with Lanny. We always have time for locks. Baby. I don't know if we're going to get our locks in. We always get our locks Somehow. in. Somehow. So it's a big show. Yeah, our locks are at 5.30. So 5 o'clock hour is just, I mean. Buckle up. Buckle up, There's a reason why they call it power hour in radio. And on top of it now, one or... A a phrase coined in 1987. (laughs) By some program director who I... (laughs) Who probably still claims it. Yeah, I was going to say, let's play the new fun game of how many program directors across (laughs) the United States claim that they were the first one to do the power hour or the hot five at five. Well, I know we've got one here. Yes. Every show in America does some form of the hot five at five or the smoking four at four, the top three at three, and yet there's 19,000 different program directors that are like, in Buffalo in 1991, I came up with a wonderful idea. It's like when you meet, what was the old adage? Like, whoever says they were there in game six for the Mets or whoever was there when the Cubs won the World Series, if that was, if every person that said they were at those games, those stadiums would have half a million people in them. Like, everywhere you go, I was at game six, you and 72,000 other people. It's kind of one of those things. But in radio, that's kind of the equivalent of I was at game six was I created the hot five at five. It was my grand idea. You got to have a claim to fame. You do. When you're an old radio guy. Yeah. You got to hold on. And, and honestly, at this point, no one can challenge you on it because no one really knows. No one ever. Yeah. No. They it's, don't question. It's honestly probably impossible to ever know the answer to that. So we've had three program directors. Yes. Right? Yeah. Three. Mm-hmm. We had Alan Davis, the great Dennis Glasgow, and now Jeff Baton Alan Rouge. Davis claims to have discovered Dan Schulman. Yes. That's his big claim. To yeah. Uh, Dennis Glasgow claims to have started Club 1080. Yep. Even though he didn't. <laughs> and Jeff Austin is the uh, brains, large brains, yes. behind the hot five and hot five. Hot five and five. Stake his claim to it. And those program directors, they get sports bones. Yes. Because uh, they they love when their hosts get back on the big news of the day. Yeah. Five o'clock. Yeah. they got to have the big news. And that's why we do that. Yeah. Because we're told. It reigns us back in after, you know, especially with us now because we, you know, we're right. into the news. And right about that time, someone's yelling, stick to sports. And we're like, hey, here's your sports. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. 5.15. Or, I mean, 5.07. <laughs> five some. It's the hot five at five-ish, you know. Sometimes it's the warm five at 5.15. Yeah, you don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Schultz in over there. Schultz. Again today, day four of four. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm, I'm good. Feeling a little better today. It's going to be, I'm just kind of gripping, getting ready for the five o'clock hour myself. Yeah. I think Schultz, he's nervous. It's all about the five o'clock He's hour. been nervous all week, but I think this is the first time that he's been responsible for having to bring other people on. And so now I think he's... Uh, I think he's extra puckered. I, you know what? I, I, I actually am not because there have been many moments where I have screwed radio segments up in the past with big guests involving like Greg Oden, you know, former Blazer coming What'd on you to do? other radio pro. Oh, I, I knocked him off the air. Oh. I totally, oh. uh, in the middle of the interview, I didn't know how to work the phone system and I just <laughs> dump, dumped him like yeah. three times in a row. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I can't wait for Dan Lanning yeah, to call in. Yeah, this is very exciting. <laughs> well, he is a radio professional, a... Jordan Schultz. Wouldn't it be great if if uh, noted uh, you know duck honk over there and just if if Coach Lanning yelled at him like he comes back on and just gives him an ass chewing and then he tries to tell him that it's for his own good you know it's, it's to build him up <laughs> I do this because I love you you dumb piece of 
I always love that one. I love when coaches dog cuss you, but you know what? They do it because they care. Yes, sir. All right, so Jordan will be with us today and tomorrow, and then I think Buck's back next week, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. He could be dead. Point. He went to it's, Mexico. He could have the superstars or, you know, who knows. All right, so Dan Landing at 4, Jason Quick at 5.15, Reese Davis at uh, 5.45. Let's get started with our poll question coming up next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Triple A Heating and Cooling and Family Business helping families for over 60 years. 60! That's a lot of years. Triple A IAQ.com. Uh, today we're asking you on Twitter at 1080 The Fan a very poignant question. Which interview today on Primetime is most kick ass? <laughs> Dan Lanning, Jason Quick, Reese Davis, or not Troy Aikman? Ah. Because remember, yeah. we will not be interviewing Troy Aikman at 4 30. Well, we don't know about that. There is a chance. I mean, maybe Troy Aikman calls in. You can't say for certainty that Troy Aikman won't call into this program. He has not called in for four and a half consecutive years. No. I feel good about him not coming on. But, uh, yeah, but there it is. It's, it's not certain. There's your poll question. Uh, vote, vote hard. Uh, I saw that uh, they have picked the celebrity guest picker for the game day segment. It is official, and it's who we yeah. It's who we thought it uh, would be. Sabrina Inescu. Yes. The basketball witch will be here. Which, again, I think that's of the uh, options that were available. I think that that's the one to go with. Although, yeah, everybody said that. 
I thought maybe, like, I know he does stuff from time to time, but I, like, Neil Everett was doing the Blazers, uh, like, halftime stuff. So I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be Neil. He's hanging around. He's wearing a Blazer jacket. But uh, no, they hit us with Sabrina. Yeah. Which, no offense to Neil, who I absolutely love, uh, Sabrina's the better choice. Now, dumb question. Go. Is she playing right now? No. That didn't sound very confident. The WNBA season is not going Is it on. over? Yes. Okay. The Well, the, I remember there was the big championship. Uh, was it the Aces that won it? There was a big controversy because they were drunk at the post-game presser oh. and then drunk at their celebration, and people were like, oh, the shame, as if every man who's ever won an NBA title not named Danny Ainge didn't get S-faced. You're right, the Las Vegas Aces. Look at me. I'm getting thorny. So I'm supporting the thorns. Woke. I know about WNBA. I mean, come on. Just the big woke over here. And she she plays for New York? She plays for the Liberty. Okay, so I wonder where she lives now. I don't know. You know, New York might be a bit expensive. You know, they don't make a lot of money over there in the what WNBA. Do you, what do you suppose she makes? In the WNBA, probably two hundred grand. No, but what what do you suppose she her taxes say? Like, what oh, is, what is well, I she's mean? got some stuff. I'm sure some endorsement deals and Nike and all that. That's what I'm saying. She's probably raking in, I don't know, seven fifty million bucks. Think so? Yeah, she's doing all right. She's one of the more marketable players. But you know, most of those uh, gals. That's why they like Brittany Griner. That's why they were to go over and play Ru- in Russia in the offseason. You could make a million dollars playing over in Russia for a lot of those WNBA players. And I know the salaries have gotten up here in the last little bit. They they fought for collective bargaining. But for a while there, dude, a lot of those players in that league were making 50, 70 Gs, and it just wasn't enough. So they had to go play overseas, and it was the same thing with the, uh, the women's soccer players. You know, not even, the, even the, the, the male soccer players, you know, a lot of the Timbers, that is, not, that is not like the NBA or Major League Baseball where there's millions and millions of dollars floating around to average players. Do we think more uh, players will not be going to Russia at yeah, this point? <laughs> they said that no one will be going over there and playing. Because it's not going so well. No, it is not. Uh, one, you know, that Brittany Griner is uh, still in prison over there. Whoops. And, uh, you know, yeah. they've, they've got a... On her birthday, they said. Yeah, they, they, they said they offered her... They, there's a hoop. They give her a birthday cake? I'm going to say no. Maybe some, uh, like, some goulash, like a borscht sort of thing. They, I read in there, um, they said that there is a hoop in the prison, but there's no ball. And her attorney said, could we bring her a basketball? And they said yes, but she turned it down. She oh. says she couldn't, like mentally, she can't think about what she's right. missing out on. So she actually chose to not well, have. Could they maybe leave the ball just in case? Yeah. I mean, I, what's the point of having a hoop without a, a ball? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the re- I don't know. Like, that makes no sense. I'm not going to wildly speculate then here. Again, it is Russia. But then I'm going to wildly speculate. I don't know if in the, the female prison that she's in, I'm not certain that like basketball is like number one on the list of uh, things to do. I would think that more it's it's more along the lines of try not to die, try not to get assaulted by the guards, you know, try yeah. not to hang yourself. Yeah, but try after to, that is after all done, that, yeah. you can play. Yeah. She'd probably win MVP, don't you think, out there? I would assume so. Prison yard? I she's I mean What if like somebody out there just like totally dominates her? <laughs> I don't think that's there's What if there's somebody in a Russian prison? The world's the world's best female basketball player is sitting somewhere <laughs> in a Russian prison yeah. and we don't know like Or maybe the top 2 world because yes. cuz Griner's there too. Yes. Is she like the best player? She's one know. of. Yeah. She's very very good. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? What are the odds? Uh I'm going to say very very slim. Well anyway, Sabrina the basketball witch is the college game day picker. Yes. 
in Eugene on Saturday. And we thought it, it, it would be, and it is, and so here we go. She will do great on that show. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Reese Davis will be on at 545 to talk about it. Did I plug that yet? No, you did not, but that's, that's a nice plug. I'm seeing here that UCLA, so this game here, UCLA-Oregon, mm-hmm. um, that guy at Caesars, I tell you, he's a great follow. His name's Max Meyer. Yes, agreed. And he, and he likes to tweet about gambling things, sports gambling things. And he put out there that there's only one college game on the slate this week with over 70% of the bets on one side. I'm assuming this is UCLA-Oregon. Correct. How did now, you know? Now, I'm going to take a stab because the Duckies are six-point favorites. I was a little surprised by that. Are right. we, um, is the action going in on UCLA in the points? Over 70% of the bets, as a matter of fact, 74% of the bets are on UCLA. Yeah. That doesn't... However... <laughs> oh, you just pulled the... Not so fast! pulled the Lee Corso. However, the majority of the money is on Oregon. Hmm. 55% of the money is on Oregon. And what that tells you is... The big the big sharks. The big money is on Oregon, and the public is on UCLA. Well, I think it's easy when you... By the way, real quick... And as I, I always like to say, hashtag fade the public. I looked up Sabrina Sowery. It's 71 grand. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Her, her rookie contract was three years, 213000 Wow. So, um, 71, 86, and then 86. So... Yeah, I'm telling you, the, the, the salaries in that league now, are not astronomical. Is she married yet? I don't believe so. But she is, like, one of the best players in the league, like, after one year. I don't think that's the case, but she's good. But she's not uh, – I don't, she is not the level that she was in college. She's well, she was some, the best college player. She's had some injuries. I do think she made the All-Star team this year, but she has not taken the WNBA by storm. How about that? Um, all right. So anyway, I just threw that because I looked it up. Yeah, now, three years, two hundred thirteen thousand. Yeah, they. The, but that's that's unbelievable. And she was one of the the the, the top picks. It's I, I don't. It's just not a league where there's a ton of cash going in. In fact, well, aren't a lot of people watching it now though? It is. It is I mean, growing. It's going to grow. It is growing and getting better. And the the get the, a better TV well, deal for the longest time. I mean, I the. I hate this because whenever you talk like this, then it, you you hate women's sports. Oh, and you're a pig. You know, yeah. you're a pig. Yeah. But the only reason that league... But we knew that. Yeah, clearly. Uh, and I'm all for women's sports. But the only reason that league exists is because the NBA subsidized it to the tune of losing millions upon millions of dollars year after year after year after year. Now, it's... Well, a comp- I, think, I would say not that it exists. I think the only reason it has survived... Yes. Because I think now it has gone it's, it's got enough over legs. that threshold yes. that I think enough people watch it. But I think for the longest time it wasn't a thing, and the NBA subsidized it. Well, and they still do. They still do. But I'm just saying that I think that it's it's growing to the point now where it could be yes. a viable I think it's got TV some, product. It's got some legs on its own, and the numbers are getting better, and attendance figures are getting oh. better. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's growing. But for the longest time, it just was around because, I don't know, the – the NBA wanted it to be around. Um, the highest salary is Tarasi, and she makes two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. Wow, a year! That is the highest paid WNBA she's player. Still playing? She's still playing. And uh, is yeah. she eighty? Uh, no, but she's been around a long, long time. So when you're talking about like the best players in the WNBA, I mean, she's one of the best of all time. Brittany Griner's making two twenty-seven. She's tied for third. But again, when you look at, at being able to go over to Russia and make a million dollars, 
goes to show you the imbalance yeah. there between what we make over here and, and what they make over there. Anywho, yes. back to the what Oregon, were we talking UC- about? Oregon UCLA. Oh, the game, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, before you get there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Sabrina note. Okay. We cannot leave. No, I just wanted to tell you. We can't quit you, Sabrina. We can't. I was like I was checking out her Wikipedia page. Did I pronounce that right? Wikipedia? Yes. Wikipedia? She is in a No, you can't believe everything you read on Wikipedia or can you? Okay. So I don't know. She is in a relationship with former Oregon football player and current Las Vegas Raider Horonis Grasso. Really? That's what it says right here on Wikipedia. Okay, well, then you'd have uh, duck royalty. I have no idea. I've never heard anything about any sort of relationship that she's been in. Well, that's well. now you have. Well, go Sabrina and go Grasso. Good for them, if we're to believe that. Now, which... if they get married and she hyphenates, boy, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a name. Unescu Grasso. <laughs> and by the way, just... Can I buy stock in their fetus? Can I can I put down like a future bet Dude, on that? Totally. I mean, that's a new market. I love yes, that. Let's let's go with that. I'm buying futures on that. One of the more athletic linemen I've seen at Oregon over the last 15 years, and they're going halvesies on a fetus from the best female basketball player that Oregon's ever seen. Hello, who was it? Uh, Dusty used to say, you know, he's buddies with Eric Ainge, who was the quarterback at Tennessee mm-hmm. when Candace Parker was there. What's he doing now? Uh, I think he hosts a radio or TV show. I think he does Tennessee football stuff Still down there? down in Knoxville. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, Danny used to say that he, I guess they were, you know, uh, Parker and, and Ainge were friends. They would see each other around the, the athletic facilities, and he would always joke there. He's like, hey, why don't we go have these on a fetus? Because <laughs> Eric Ainge is like 6'6", six, six, yeah. you know, this all-American quarterback, and then we know Candace Parker, and he, would, he just would always joke that, you know, for the sake of – like, we don't need to be in a relationship together, but we should produce a child. And uh, the answer to that is yes, you should. And, again, I would like to buy futures in that child. Male or female, that thing is going pro in something. <laughs> that's, some good, that's some good athletic genes. All right, poll question on Twitter, at 1080thefan. Which interview today on primetime is most kick-ass? Dan Lanning at 4, Jason Quick at 515. He's back. And then Reese Davis, 545. Or... Um, Sleeper, not Troy Aikman. Uh, vote and vote hard. I'm voting for the non-Troy Aikman interview myself. All right, we'll get to some NFL stuff coming up next. Dan Landing at four on the fan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a micro level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. We've lost Isaac Rop again. Schultz, do you know what happened to Rop? Did we have a short break or did he just wander off again? I think we had a short break. That didn't feel long enough. That's what she said. <laughs> that was too easy. Well, Rob always does this where he claims that the uh, the break is short. Yeah, we're back on the air again. <laughs> so is this one, did, did you get short-breaked or did you get pulled in by someone? No. 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 I don't know what happened there, guys. This break was two and a half minutes long. No, it, it was a short break. I, I, oh. I got, the, got the proof in the pudding right here. Yeah, see, sales. <laughs> I blame sales. Come on, sales. One in doubt. At least give us full breaks here. Hey, uh, did you know that today is uh, Sports Equinox? Did you know that? Have you been reading about that? What is the Sports Equinox? I'm not familiar. <clears throat> so this is the 27th ever Sports Equinox. Okay. Where all four major pro U.S. sports are in action on the same day. Oh, I can't say I knew that. Yeah, so you have a, you have a full NHL slate. Yes. You have two NBA games on TNT. You have Thursday night football between the Cardinals and the Saints. And boy, I'll tell you what, I You could... have game 2 of the ALCS. Yeah. Which we'll get to in a in a moment. Can we talk about the 17 to 2 strikeout? Oh my god. Wait, what? The Yankees the, the Astros oh. struck out twice. Yeah. In game 1. Yeah. The New York Yankees struck out 17 times. Right. Yeah, I'll just tell you. That's I, a lot. I'm no uh, I'm no Bob Costas. I'm no baseball historian. I'm no uh, Bob Nightingale. A lot of baseball bobs. Um, Bob Feller. I, I'm just going to say that it's really hard to win when you strike out 17 times and the other team strikes out twice. I think mm-hmm. that's some sort of NFL turnover uh, sort of thing when you win the turnover battle. Yeah. I'm guessing when, when that happens, you know. Isn't what? that the number one stat in football, they say? I think turnover, yeah. Most telling stat about winning or losing a game is the turnover battle. And and if you win the turnover battle by more than one, it's like it, it exponentially goes up. Like if you if you win the turnover battle by two or three, then the numbers really, really get tilted in your favor. And I don't know what that is for baseball. I just know that striking out seventeen times is not real productive. So it's the four or sorry, not fourth, the twenty seventh ever sports equinox tonight. Mm. And if you want the super sports equinox, you can add WNBA, tennis, and MLS. Now, tonight we will not add all three of those. We do have MLS. Mm-hmm. There's no WNBA. But the fr- but there was a super sports equinox that occurred in 2020 due to the pandemic. Ah. So that got delayed. And they don't think every they don't think that will ever happen again. Mm. But uh yeah, we've got our 27th Sports Equinox, bro. Will you watch? Are you excited about that? How much of that will you watch? Well, I watch baseball. Yeah. Um, I will definitely watch Thursday Night Football. I okay. will not watch any hockey. But the uh, the games on TNT, I probably won't watch. I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't seen who's playing. But um, yeah. I will watch. You know, I, I got to say, it was nice to have basketball back last night mm-hmm. because it was just a Wednesday night with nothing else on. Sure. It's a good layer to our sports viewing. Yeah. 
I will watch NBA on Tuesdays and Wednesdays um, if there's no football. Now, it's probably going to get buried tonight, <laughs> and certainly baseball will be over within the next handful of weeks. Yeah. So that's out. So, yeah, if there's no football on, I'll go straight to the NBA for sure. I find the Blazers, uh, it's it's similar. Now, I do pay more attention because we talk way more about them, but I find that the Blazers are very similar to me in the Mariners in that the the 7 o'clock tips, it's perfect because I drive home and I can catch some of it on the beginning if I want on the radio, check in a little bit. I think it was like 11 to 13 when I got home last night. Then I sit down to uh, to dinner. I eat, and uh, I got something else going on there. Turn off the TV, chatting with the family, and then I get up, go lay down on the couch, flipping on. It's usually right at the half or starting the third quarter, and then I can see whether or not, well, ten minutes in, whether or not it's worth watching. It's much like catching the Mariners. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Tonight, man, eh, not watching this one. Oh, okay. Game one, sit down, have it on, watch the second half. It's a it's a nice it's a nice rhythm to your uh, sports evening, especially as it gets darker and it's it's rainy and you're not going outside and doing a whole lot. And you have nothing else to watch. Yeah, what else is there? You know, it's, you ever what? sit there and go, God, I just am, I don't have a show. Yeah, yeah. And then you can flip it over to Root and be like, oh, the Blazers yeah, yeah, are, Blazers on. are on. Fourth quarter, yes. tie game. Let's go. There you go. That's good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's only happened 26 times in history tonight. We get the 27th. Uh, I will tell you another uh, Sports Equinox fun fact, and that is that Arizona had its own personal Equinox. Um, and I don't remember what year this was, but all four of its teams played on the same day. They're the only state to ever be able to say that that happened. Huh. Yeah, that happened with Arizona. Well, that's kind of cool. Go the Coyotes. Arizona. Is it the Coyotes? Coyotes? It is the Coyotes. The Suns, the Cardinals, and the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks all played on the same day. Uh, that's I can, wild. I can promise you the one that no one watched, and that would be the Coyotes. <laughs> that's the worst. That may be the worst situation yeah. In all of North American sports, just there's if you ever just want to see or even read about what is the biggest S show, just just take a look at what's gone on with that hockey team. Well, you know, if I cared, I would. Yeah, but you don't. I don't. No. Uh, for the first time last year, in other Equinox news, mm-hmm. uh, for the first time last year, we got six U.S. pro sports leagues playing on the same day. That had never happened until last year. So you had the four bigs, and then you have the MLS and the NWSL oh. last year. Uh, Which so, I'm a big fan of. You know, I'm getting all thorny, so there yeah, you go. It's awesome. A lot of sports. Sports. If you like sports. Well, I think people do. And honestly, sports for me, a lot of the times, too, it's just a nice uh, it's a nice background. Like, even if you don't, you're not necessarily paying attention to it, you got other stuff going on, it's just nice to have on in the background. And then you kind of check, on it, check in on it from uh, time to time. And when it when it gets good, then you pay attention to hey, it. Hey, the Blazer game was good. The Blazer game was good. I don't know if you watched that. I did. They beat I, the Kings. I watched the second half. Although I, I do enjoy that. Uh, Undefeated. A lot of fanfare over eking one out against the mighty Kings. Hey, it's a nice win. Grady little win. Was it a nice win? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Sure. Sacramento's supposed to be okay. <laughs> you know, Sacramento's <laughs> supposed to be yeah. okay. Well, they didn't blow it. How about there, that? There was some adjustments. Fox was killing them for a while, and then uh, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that they I liked put, their defense. I liked that they put Nurkic's fat ass on. Uh, that's not fair. Yeah, he a, just that's that's not God. fair. He just looked. He looked so disengaged and so winded, and it was so maddening. And I loved down the stretch where they just sat him down and they went Winslow at the five and just went, and went small ball. I love that guy. And we're just like, yeah, my daughter, by the way, uh, loves. Yeah. 
Yeah, my my daughter just this it's is great. this is her like this is the one that's seventeen. She makes a lot of hot, uh, you know, like basketball, like sports takes, and it's usually on. I I like him. Why? Because I think he's hot. So right now, my daughter, a favorite player on the Blazers, Justice, Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. Okay. And then she asked me, hey, is he supposed to be a good guy? And I'm like, I don't know. That's why I like him, too. I'm not certain. I said he went to Duke, and she's like, oh, he must be smart. So now my daughter in love with Justice Winslow. But I do love that Chauncey didn't just, like, the, the, it's, it's like the, the baseball thing. We're like, well, this guy's our closer, so we're going to him no matter what. I get that Nurkic is your center. I get that you don't have much else at that position. But you're getting killed. You're getting nothing out of it. And I love that they switched it up and went small ball at the end and closed it out. Yeah, they got a lot of scrappy dogs. That's what I like about it. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I just no. like how they play. Like, Hart, Hart, dude, that guy's a dog, man. Yes. And so is Winslow, and well, Grant and, has a little bit of that. Well, they and, all had very, you know, Winslow and, or not Winslow, but, um, you know, Grant was their leading scorer, and Hart just had one of those, like, that's the sort of box score. I think he went 8 of 11, Yeah, right? Grabbed, like, 7 rebounds. Like That guy's great. Yeah, he's just he's the, my favorite. He's the perfect glue piece. I just like how he plays, uh, My daughter didn't like his hair, so mm. she didn't like the hair, and she thought the headband was a little weird. Not a, nah, my daughter's not a fan at this All point. Right. She's going more, and she liked the, the fact that he was name was Justice. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of that. That's a great name. Yeah. But you're right in that there is some scrappiness. Unfortunately, I'm not certain against better rosters if that like your defense was atrocious in the uh, in the preseason, and I'm not certain that 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 defensive lineup and the small ball thing is going to work against yeah. better teams. As we know, well, well established here, you're just a Blazer hater. Yeah, clearly. So, but last night was fun, and it was nice to see. And the, the rookie got some run. Uh, and, Sharp, yeah. And what did she think of him? I thought he looked pretty good. And well, I, not you, her. Oh, her. Uh, I don't think she made any comments on him. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, not hot s- enough. Don't know. Maybe too young. It's possible. Didn't get a lot of uh, didn't let a lot of feedback. Well, remember she's she's paying attention with like a quarter of an eye. Right. It's one of those. You might have missed him. She yes. might have missed. Him. Might have missed. He didn't him. play that many minutes. No. He looked good though. Yeah. yeah. So I think there was a lot to like for it being game one. All right. Um, I think the biggest concern, again, is just going to be, we talked about size and backcourt and the fact that you, you, I don't know how much you can get out of Nurkic. Um, I don't know how engaged he's going to be. And if it's not Nurkic, then, God, where do you go? Justice Winslow, apparently. Or Justice Winslow. All right, who is the, um, well, we, we have to take a quick look at Thursday Night Football. We'll get that in next. Uh, Cardinals, Saints, and uh, did you see that? Bill Belichick is sparring with another quarterback. He's sparring? Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You've seen this story? I don't Salacious know. details coming I, from uh, New England? I don't know if I have seen this story. Yeah. Well, we'll get that in uh, coming up next before we uh, get Dan Lanning in here. He'll be on at 4. It is 346 on The Fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan.
landing in 10 minutes. Bucks coach, UCLA. I think you had a uh, hot UCLA-Oregon point that I cut you off on earlier. Did you? Uh, did we ever get back to that? Because uh, I was so excited to bring Sabrina UNESCO news to you. Mm, what was I? Have we lost it? I was talking. What were we talking about? We were talking about the spread and... Yeah, the the money is on Oregon. The majority of money is on Oregon, but the majority of tickets are on UCLA. I don't remember exactly where I was going with that. Um, I, but I, I will say that the first thing that pops into my mind, and I don't know why I can't think of it, because I did have a point, Oregon is just really good at home. Like, I, I think there's, there's something to that. The, these are two seemingly very even match teams. I think there's a lot to like about both of them. And... You know, Austin Stadium is is just a tough place to to come play. When you look through over the years at the conference records, this is one of the toughest places, if not the toughest place, to play in the 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 Pac-12. UCLA's only had one road game so far. Did you know that? Uh, and that was Colorado. Colorado. That's it. So big you know, test. And and we've seen this that that it, it is a much different animal to go on the road. Like we see this every year where a team is cruising along. We've even seen this with Oregon, right? And they go down to like Arizona State or they go down to Tucson or Utah goes to play somewhere on the road late in the year and you get your wings clipped. It happens. So I, I think maybe that is is why when you look at a lot of the metrics, they are very evenly matched. In fact, I think when you look at the stats, the the biggest advantage you can find for probably either team is UCLA's pass defense is better than than Oregon's. I think Oregon's is is either last or Second to last in the conference, along with UWs, they have not been very good against the pass. Um, and UCLA's is middle of the road. I think they're like seventh. But both offenses are one-two. Run defenses are one-two. I mean, most of the categories are, are really right there. So, you know, unless you're going off the eye test, which, you know, I, I guess you could say that UCLA's had at least the the one conference test with Utah. Um you know, I, and they didn't have the loss to Georgia, but they didn't play Georgia. Something tells me that they played them in week one the way UCLA was looking. They would have been throttled too. I mean, for Pete's sakes, UCLA was lucky to get out of that. I think it was the Alabama State game. They were lucky to get out of that thing with a win. So the only thing I can really think of of, of why you're going with a, a nearly a touchdown favorite is just that this is that this conference traditionally has been a, a place where the home team uh, has a huge advantage, and I don't know if there's a bigger home field advantage over the last 15 or 20 years in the conference than Austin Stadium. All right, so we'll talk to Dan Lanning in 10 minutes. Uh, we've got Cardinals Saints tonight. Um, boy, two of the bigger disappointments in the NFL. Yeah, and some of the, the Saints stuff is just injuries. I mean, they got a yeah. little bit of the Saints. Or their the, defense sucks. Well, and it's, it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be good, but this was like the, like the Niners. I think they were without five starters, so I mean – this team has been ravaged by defense, but you're right. I would think that this is one of the bigger disappointments. In fact, um, at the start of the year when we were kind of trying to find, like, okay, like find me who could be your surprise team in the NFL that not a lot of people are talking about, and, and it was one of mine. Um, I really like New Orleans. I thought Jameis Winston could have a bounce-back year. I think he was 4-1 and one or 5-1 and one before he got hurt. Their defense was supposed to be really good, and – I just thought, you know, in that division, I think it was a very winnable division. I thought Tampa was going to take a step backwards, and they they have been very, very disappointing sitting there at 2-4. and four. You could make the argument one of if maybe the Broncos would be the most disappointing um, team, but outside of Denver, I think New Orleans is right there. I just think more was expected out of Denver. Well, I think um, I feel like Cliff Kingsbury's on his way out. <laughs> 
Did you hear his comments? But hold on. At the same time, I think that Dennis Allen might be worse. Well, like that guy. That what a terrible hire that was. They did the that the, guy went eight and twenty eight in Oakland. Yeah, and they went with uh, promote from within and keep the continuity and so he it, sucked. It, it's not good. And DeAndre Hopkins is back tonight too. Yep. So no, they lose Hollywood Brown, but they bring back Hopkins, and that's a big one. Well, if you look at uh, Kyler Murray's numbers, like record and numbers with and without DeAndre Hopkins, they're it's night and day different. Uh, when, so he, I mean, he is a true difference maker on the field now that he's off the sauce. Who knows? Remember, he got busted for PEDs. But yes, this should be a shot on the arm for their offense. But at the same time, I think their biggest issue is the fact that. Kingsbury can't get Kyler Murray to play on schedule. It's just there. And I don't know if bringing, I mean, I know bringing in Hopkins, who's one of, if not the best receiver when healthy in the NFL, like that makes, that makes a huge difference, but it doesn't change the fact that this guy, a quarterback refuses to play within the confines of the system. And yeah, having a receiver out there that you can freelance with is a big deal, but it's just stunning to me that he can't communicate with his quarterback that it makes sense to go through reads and get rid of the ball on time. Like that seems to be the most basic concept in all of the NFL and you you can't get your quarterback on the same page. So look, Kingsbury's gone. Someone even asked him. You know, cuz his his buyout I think is like 22 million bucks, whatever. Like welcome to the world of billionaires. It's a drop in the bucket. They don't care. So even though he signed the extension, one of the reporters asked him, like, in light of, of what's happening here, do you feel like you're coaching for your job? And I was expecting Kingsbury to either get bristly or go with the that's a clown question. But he actually said that he goes, look, I understand in the NFL I'm always coaching for my job. And he's like, the way we've been playing right now, I, he, he's, like, not bothered by the question. He goes, we have to be better. I have to be better. And so, yeah, I, I feel like it, which I thought was an interesting answer that he didn't get bristly about it. I think Kingsbury knows that this is a real problem. Pretty aware. Well, and it's, it's, one, it's one thing if you've got a, a scheme issue or it's another thing if you've got injury problems or, or whatever. It's, it's ailing your team, right? Green Bay, like there's you obviously have a gap with these young wide receivers or in L.A. your offensive line is, is a joke right now and you can't run the ball so your play-action game isn't working. That's one thing. But when you're the head coach and you are in charge of the offense and you are fundamentally at odds with your quarterback who you just gave whatever it was, 200 plus million dollars to, you're not getting rid of your quarterback. I think if you're Kingsbury at some point, I think you just know that your fate is sealed because you're telling me at this point in your, in your like existence with Kyler Murray, now you're going to get him to watch film. Now you're going to get him to change the way he plays. It's not. And so when eventually they do fire Kingsbury and I think, they are going to. I don't think he survives the year. My question is, who wants that job? Like, you know that you're coming in. Do you... Well, it's probably like, who's their OC? Uh, I don't know who their OC is. It's probably whoever has the best relationship with him, and it's not necessarily that that would be the head coach. They probably give the head coaching job to Vance Joseph, their defensive coordinator, who's done a good job for them. Yeah. Right? And then uh, Kyler Murray, on off- he can be hands-off on offense, and whoever has the best relationship with um, Kyler Murray can run the offense, but I, I I'm asking, do you? Because that's that's the guy you signed him. You have you, to you sign. You, him. you have to placate a little bit. Yeah, but when you when you come in and take this job, I'm trying to see who their OC is. They've got a bunch of co guys. They got co passing game coordinators, though so Cam Turner or Spencer uh, Whipple, both their their passing game coordinators, uh, and they got a run game coordinator. So. 
I don't know. Whoever, whoever has the best relationship with Kyler of those guys. But I'm, I'm saying. Give them the offense. Hire Vance Joseph. He handles the defense. There you go. But if you bring in whoever, inside, outside, whatever, do you just have to placate to Kyler Murray and kiss his ass and let him play? This brand of garbage style no. Johnny Manziel football. No, I think it's all, again. I think it's all about the relationship. If you have somebody who has a good relationship with him, perhaps they can get him to do more of what you want. It's clear that Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray don't see eye to eye. Yeah, and Kyler Murray seems to be giving him a giant fu when he's out there playing. Yeah, and frustrating Kingsbury, which is why Kingsbury is going to get fired. So whoever runs the offense has got to have a good enough. That's if if I get that job, that's all I'm doing is worrying about who Kyler Murray likes. Yeah. On that and respects on that offense, and then hopefully you talk to that guy and say, "Hey, we got to get, we got to get a couple things out of him here, and you're the one to do that because you have a good relationship with him. That's the only way it's going to work. Well, Otherwise, he's just going to keep doing what he's doing. Well, we got to go. By the way, oh, okay, we've got a coach. I, I want to hear what you say about that. <laughs> Let's go. But Lanning, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. he is not. Yeah, yeah we got to go right now. That's a prompt man. Yeah, we got to go. So um, the or so I put a pin in that. Yes, I want to hear your thoughts on that. And then uh, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, apparently their relationship has gone has gone <laughs> sideways. That's that's so perfect. we'll have that's what that's just perfect. Well, yeah, we got Zappy. Come on, we don't need him. Well, that's kind of what Belichick yeah. thinks. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have those details later. Uh, but Dan Lanning, Oregon head coach, joins us for his weekly visit next on the Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.